Yo, so the opinions and views expressed on this podcast are that of our own and the future Bachelor podcast only and not affiliated with any outside party or entity or anything like that. This fun podcast, though, may include some adult language. Future Bachelor Podcast. Welcome to Future Bachelor. My name is Cy. And I'm Veronica. And we talk about everything pop culture, dating, and Bachelor. This episode, we're covering a fast fizzle after the beach. Ooh. Clarifications on timelines. Yes, sir. And a scandal we didn't even know to care about. Okay, and this is episode 243. Let's go. <laughs> Woo. Okay, okay. Before we get into Bachelor Nation stuff, going to just clear the air right now. Got a new computer, but it doesn't sound all new because we, of course, it's like programs are not working, so we're sounding a little different today. Mostly me. Veronica probably sounds the same, yeah, but um, we're going to figure it out, so hopefully you guys stick along for this ride. Um, you know, uh, V, though, what's been going on with you? How's everything going? I had kind of a crazy week last week. I went from You had being- a crazy week last week. Yeah. <laughs> Don't talk to me. Hey! <laughs> what what happened? Well, um, well. <laughs> <laughs> I got a a crazy mystery illness. Mm. Um, it was like a twenty four hour stomach bug or something. But I've heard of my therapist kids had it. Um, I know of coworkers who had something of, along the same lines. Like at first, I thought it was like, is this food poisoning? But like stuff wasn't really aligning to like when I had eaten and like what it was coming from. It didn't really make a ton of sense. So maybe it was food poisoning, but maybe it was this weird stomach bug that's been going around because I like all of Thursday could not keep anything down. So which is I don't get sick and I don't get like that kind of sick ever. Um, so it was, it was wild because then Friday I pretty much was real. Like I used to be like, what is this? Like who just gets, I've gotten like sick before, like where I like run into the store to get ginger. I don't know if you remember that, but like I had to like go on a plane and fly and stuff. And I was like, I'm going to like puke and shit my pants. Like, you know, (laughs) Oh God. yeah, it was, it was bad. And um, you never feel, you never feel lower in your life until you're like sitting on the toilet with a garbage can in front of you because you're like what end we don't know we don't know both maybe um you know bad times but um anyways but it was wild because then literally friday i was back to normal and i was able to go on a little double date where we went to blind elf which is um what blind pig parlor which is like a little speakeasy bar situation Mm -hmm. here it turns into like you know a christmas pop-up um, which was a, it was a, it was a good time. Kind of had not great service, but, um, but it was, you know, the vibes were Christmassy. I was getting into the Christmas spirit. I feel like I always have a hard time getting into the Christmas spirit. So it's helping. Um, I don't know. I feel like just as I've gotten older, like I, it takes me until like literally like Christmas Eve for me to be like, Oh, Christmas. Like, yeah. yeah. I mean, also the fact that it doesn't snow around here. Like, right. I, I think that's a big thing for me. I mean, honestly. I don't know. Like I, I, like you said, going out and experiencing Christmassy things like that does help, you know, I yeah, think like seeing gonna, lights. Like yeah. we have a lot of cool places that do lights and light shows and like whatever. Back like, in the day, like you used to go to like the mall a lot more and it just yeah. felt all like Christmassy and like you you'd see Santa, Santa yeah Claus. um uh, 
But yeah, but then so uh, did that, and then also we both were invited to a birthday party that was a murder mystery party set in the '80s in Beverly Hills with these famous, you know, fast talking stars. I was Jessica Bunny. Yeah, like, you, uh, look, you look great. That was thank awesome. you, thank yeah. you. Uh, a great play on Jessica Rabbit. Um, and it was a vibe. I will say it was fun being able to play with long, I long hair. I was excited about my character going into it. And then somebody couldn't show. So I had to like take their, character. you had the main, you had like the character then. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know how that happened, but like, I mean, I should have been that character probably from the beginning, but, um, yeah. but we'll, regardless, we'll save our bitter bettiness about <laughs> that one for <laughs> off, off the line. Off the pod. All right. That's for our <laughs> Patreon listeners. Um, <laughs> You know, so, uh, yeah, I was dressed up in my 80s gear. I was supposed to be like a like actor, rapper, frat boy and stuff. And I had to part. And then they were like, you got to be like this crocodile Dundee, which was alligator Dundee. And um, my character got killed. So everyone had to like, first of all, I don't have like the best Australian accent down and stuff like crikey. It's a hard one. It's it's a a hard one. It's a hard one, mate. So, um, you know, I just felt really stupid, but like I was getting into it. I felt like I did really well. Um, you know, Rachel ended up texting me being like, I think you did great because you get hated on like the person that yeah, that- your character was like, it's funny because my character actually was had a crush on you <laughs> and I had to, I had, and I was like getting and like, my character was getting annoyed that you were ignoring me. And like, so, but like, meanwhile, all the other characters are telling me why you're giving me a side eye, but everyone was giving me like mean looks and like, well, that's the thing is like, and then every other character is like telling me about how awful you are. And I'm all like, "Hmm, but (laughs) (laughs) yeah. So, I mean, it takes, it takes a strong personality to be able to take all the hate and then get murdered and then then get murdered. Yeah, so it, it was a fun time. I had a good time. Um, everyone, it was fun. everyone dressed up really well, and it was it was dope. I want to do another one. I would love to do another one. I really have to give it. I feel like everybody, for the most part, I feel like was all in mm-hmm. on costumes and like being their character yeah. and stuff. And I I loved that. And I, mm-hmm. you know, we love a theme. We love a reason to you know getting to character around here but well, speaking of maggie's birthday for my birthday she gave me a like a gift card to the virginia highlands bookstore yeah so i went there for the first time and it was awesome isn't like, it cool it's yeah, so like, cute yeah i mean it's kind of like i know it's a bookstore but like you go yeah, into it and people are so like like bookstory in there like you know what i'm saying like i don't know how to say I it. I, I just want to go in get my book and come out like i'm not like looking around like books like you know what I'm see saying? that's how i feel i yeah. love a good bookstore though like i love i love like when i've been in new york city and stuff like i like to find cute bookstores like i like i've been when we went to portland as a family we visited the same book there this cool bookstore that they have there multiple times like yeah. that's like my vibe well, um, yeah, I just got in and out. I got two books. Um, I've been reading a lot of books. Like if you look around my apartment right now, if you ever come over again, there's books stacks everywhere. And like I'm read like all of them and stuff. Like right now, I'll show you this book I'm reading. Like it's like this thick, like, you know, Sam. And you read, are you read mostly nonfiction, right? Yeah, this is my first. Uh, no, I mean, I read most. Uh, yeah, mostly nonfiction. This is my first like fiction book. Look at uh, you. It's like a like like space thriller and it's pretty good but yeah i like to read stories about like successful people actors business people and stuff and hearing their stories and learning like memoirs and like kind of 
Yeah, like I got I got one on Elon Musk. I know you're gonna hate on that one, but oh hell yeah, I will. Well, I just wanted to read up about him, and then I got one on Bob Odenkirk. So that that one's gonna be pretty good. Um, So yeah, uh, did that, and then uh, I actually cut my girlfriend's hair this week. Wow, she trusted me enough to. I know it was funny because we were literally talking about the whole haircutting bit. I think at the party. Yeah, yeah. And then you went on to cut her hair. Yeah, I watched, like, I watched YouTube videos all Sunday morning of how to cut women's hair and because I've been cutting like my friend's hair for a while, but never dared to touch like a woman's hair. And um, she was like, yeah, just go for it. And I was like, OK. And I she, like showed her the videos I was watching and the techniques I was going to use. And she was like, that looks pretty legit. You know, and I, I did it. I was like sweating the whole time. And, you know, it's it's hard. Like, it's really hard, you mm-hmm. know. Because you have to break down your hair in layers and it all has to like sit. But at the end of the day, like she's still texting me like today being like, I just can't, I just curled it and it looks great. And I'm like, oh my God, this is awesome. She, she's hyping me up, but she, I can't tell. She just like, is like, I, she really likes it. I think like, I don't think she would text me like two days later being like, this cut is awesome. Like, you know, so. And she, that's a good test to curl it. See how like, you know, how it sits in different hairstyles. So. And we like, sh- like straightened it. She was like, this is the length I wanted. Like, she's like, I can put it up in a ponytail still and all these different things. So I gave her like, I, I gave her like nice, like face shape and everything. So uh, mm-hmm. I, was pretty, I was pretty, pretty happy with it. You know, another thing down on my list um and then i just like you know i i don't know if i said it last week or we talked about it or anything and it's not something i want to dive into but uh you know i was laid off from the company so you know this last week has been you know wednesday was my last day there and then i have like a whole new life now to figure out so I've really been diving into submitting for auditions and I've like gotten four auditions in the last week that I like, yeah. I had to, like knock out and stuff. So I've, I've finished all four of them, you know, early and I'm just really happy about it. So week's been pretty good. Like I've been on my new eating plan and everything. So, um, down like almost like 10 pounds in just one week, which is crazy. Oh, that's almost unhealthy, but okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, when you're like eating a certain way and then you cut out a certain like, you know, stuff of eating and you just change up like working out has always been something I've done, but it's like, I do it and I do it because I want to eat whatever I really want. And, you know, it's not really seeing the results that I'm like going for with the amount I'm working out. So I had to kind of change. And once you switch up the right to the right foods and, you know, do the right things, it just kind of like starts melting off you like right away, actually. So um, that's well, been especially good. if you're a man. But yeah. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't know the other way. But uh, but yeah, so that's been going on. So everything's all good. But V, why don't we get into something we like to do around here, you know? I'm saying it's that time to talk about bachelor stuff on our show. <laughs> yes, um, this is the show that provides you all the bachelor drama you've been missing in the off season because that's what we're officially in now. Um, you know, but before we get talking about Bachelor Nation, YouTube, go ahead, subscribe, smash that thumbs up button, and hit that notification bell so you can get notified every time we drop new bachelor content, just like this. And if you just did, oh, oh, oh wow, huge shout out to you! Ooh, we air horns for you um you know we got to give a huge shout out to our comment crew as always the nancy drew crew you guys are always the best i mean come on man like you guys are just gonna let them run the comments i mean they're doing a great (laughs) job 
what if there's another like you know West they're Side like person? it's like West Side Story yeah. they're like gonna start snapping in the comments Drew you're Nancy Drew all the way um, <laughs> from your first cigarette um, but yeah so you know shout out to Catherine Ann Chelsea Allen Kathleen Kent as always I love you guys we love you guys um, keep it coming strong show them what you know like invite those other commenters let them know you know and if you want to shout out on the show all you got to do is comment below let us know what you think of our review of you know what we we're, like you know this episode we're going to be talking about bachelor nation since the show's not on but um you know we're in the off season coming up with maybe new ideas for new more videos to send you guys way um just so we give you more content and stuff you know the weekly stuff is kind of like what we've been on but um you know, we, we got some more things we can give, so um, we'll get into that. But V, um, you know, what what's going on in Bachelor Nation? You know, where do we start? Well, we're going to start with the quickest ever little rekindle to dekindle, I guess you can say. Rekindle to dekindle. Um, but so on, on, you know, the after show the reunion show for bachelor in paradise we saw uh jill and jacob get back together run off into the sunset together everything was looking cute they you know did their little tweets afterward their little posts afterward being like ah and then like literally like a week or so after that they were already done so and i guess you know Jill has said something to the degree of like, you know, the distance and some standard things like weren't really cutting it for her. Just like lack of trust with something happening, be them being long distance. She didn't really like elaborate on that. And then uh, Jacob posted a very, you know, heartfelt little posty post uh, saying, you know, all these things about how. Uh, you know, you deserve to be loved right now. I deserve to be alone. Like Jill, good luck on your journey, angel. Like all this stuff about like how, you know, he obviously wasn't ready for a relationship and she very much so was. And I think it kind of taps into like what I was talking about last week about how like, why do you have to stay in bachelor nation? Like, you know, I mean, I understand why they do it because it's like they get the publicity, they get like, you right. know, you know, it's you're worth more in Bachelor Nation if you're coupled up with someone from Bachelor Nation. That's just the that's it. But you know, I know guys out there definitely probably just like getting. They definitely want to tap into the girls that just want to talk to them. You know, when they're in regular public. You know, so I I could imagine. You know, just seeing what Jacob was like on the show. I, I think we were specifically talking about Jacob last week, actually, with this and stuff. When I, you know, we yeah. saw the show, like he was dating everybody and anybody. Yeah, he went on like dates with people or hung out with everybody and, you know, Shanae, twice, uh, Kate, you know, whoever. So, right. Kira, I don't know. So, um, definitely, I mean, wish them both the best. I think, you know, obviously they just weren't really ready for what they wanted. But more stuff has come out about. I just want to say, like, Jill, like, the glow up of, of these people sometimes. Jill after. looks great. And Jill, yeah. like, I feel like it's still true to herself, though, too. Like, she yeah. isn't like, you know, she doesn't look like. I feel like sometimes the glow up for a lot of these women from the Bachelor Nation side is like, you know, a lot of plastic surgery. And, you know, I feel like she still looks like relatively like natural or anything like that. But like still just like, you know, she looks more confident. It's like the confidence boost I feel like that I've gotten from her. Confidence is beautiful. Amen, brother. Um, yes. 
Um, but speaking of other folks from the beach, uh, Aaron's been getting, you know, hung out to dry for different allegations of dating two girls prior to being on the show at the same time. Uh, I guess there's been, you know, they figured out their overlap and uh, they were texting each other and whatever. And that all came out via um, Reality Steve. And then Genevieve has said on different podcasts in the past like week or so how she's like, it all makes sense to me now seeing all that stuff, like seeing those text messages, seeing those whatevers, like those receipts. She's like, it makes sense to me how he made sure to like leave the beach single because he couldn't be leaving the beach with a girlfriend or, you know, very much so not an engagement because he told at least one of those girls that he had been dating prior to the show that he was coming back for her. So um, definitely gets messy there. And, and I think he is dating. I don't know if he's dating one of those prior girls still now because there's been like posts and things of them together post the filming of the show mm -hmm. or if he's dating potentially somebody new right now. But he does definitely... Um, have somebody else in his life now that is definitely not Genevieve. So, yeah, I mean, I saw a little bit of her talking and it's just kind of sad because it's like, you know, I think she wants to like not, she obviously really liked him. You know, the biggest problem right. is, is like, you know, just like kind of saying stuff like, I love you, just to right. like, look good on TV. And um, you're just like playing with people's emotions at that moment. And, you know, she wants to save face, but obviously she's doing like what most people would do is like trying to get all the, the facts. So she's like been talking to, you know, the girl, one of the girls at least, and getting all her details of, of Aaron. You know, I don't know. I, I really don't. I don't mess with Aaron like that. Like he just kind of seems like a little bit of a mani manipulator, you know. He definitely is a player. I mean, I don't think you can really... Because I really don't think his bro thing is too, too much. It's like a bit, but it's I don't think it's you can't be as hard in that bro paint without also being like kind of a fuck boy. Like there's just there's too much overlap there. Like it's only because if it was just a bit, it, it, you know, I don't think it'd come off the same way, but it's definitely not just a bit. I mean, these these I think a lot of these people just be feeling themselves after being on TV and stuff, you know, so it's like, I don't know. They, they, Aaron, what's the point of him going back in paradise if he already had a girl just to be on TV? Just to be on TV, I guess. And I think, you know, his, uh, his other half, James, has like an actual new girlfriend that isn't Bachelor Nation either right now. So, um, you know. Well, happy family. Uh, <laughs> what else we got going on? The big thing that came out last week was Greg and Victoria on Nick Vial's podcast. Um, I listened to most of it. I do think like, you know, there's some questions around like how, you know, how biased is it to have like your friends on your podcast, you know, to tell like their side of the story kind of bit. There's something to that. So, like, I think you can always take everything with a grain of salt because even though, you know, Nick started off the podcast before they got into the interview being, like, very much so, like, I mean, people know me as being, like, that friend that's going to still call my friends out on stuff, like, no matter what, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, all right, mm, okay, sure. But 
I mean, listening to the podcast and like just seeing like the different recaps and stuff of it, they, you know, cleared it up as very much so that three weeks after they got back from the beach, Victoria and Johnny, you know, they had their first happy couples weekend because that's what they do with any of these shows. They do the happy couples weekends where, you know, they have to be like hidden, do like get to have their time together, whatever. Um, and that first weekend was when they were watching whatever was airing from Gabby's season where Johnny was on and he made a comment about how, you know, he had a shaven face in the show. He's like, man, I wish like, I feel like I look better with facial hair. Like maybe if I had like half joking, half not, I guess said something to the degree from Victoria's perspective, said something to the degree of like, I feel like if I had a beard during Gabby's show, maybe I would have been the bachelor. And I guess, you know, Victoria responded like was kind of like feeling not okay about that because you know that's her fiance at this point and then of course she made you know a comment being all like well you know I was top three on my season as well like I I don't really think like they have it all figured out like I don't really think facial hair was gonna make the difference for you and he's all like oh yeah that's coming from the home wrecker And that's sort of like when they got into their big fight. She went outside, talked on the phone to her friend, came back in. He went outside, talked on, you know, talked on the phone to his friend that she overhear. And I guess that's when she threw the the wine glass out the door. In her perspective, she said she just threw it, not at him, just like threw it out the door just to like whatever, which, okay, still. Um, and then, you know, she used that as a whole, like, obviously this is like what makes it a toxic relationship. Like I hated myself for even doing that. Like, that's not the person I want to be that it's resulting into me doing this, that, or the other, blah, blah, blah. And like, I knew at that point that we had to be done. Cause like, you know, cause he had called me the, like whatever. And they had been going to therapy and doing all this, that, or the other. And they pretty much tried to end it there. And then I guess he still like really wanted them to work on it. So they had another, I think they had another discussion. That was like in August. And then I think they had another discussion in September, she said, around his birthday, because he went to Nashville with all of his pals, and that's where she lives, for his birthday. And like he even like tried to like come on in with his bag and everything to try to stay the night. And she was all like, no, that's not happening. And they like, you know, ended it for a second time. Like they were already, I guess, broken up at that point. They had ended their engagement. And, um, that's when that happened. Then I guess the party, um, the party at Nick Vial's place with Natalie, his girlfriend and stuff happened at the end of September too. And that's like when they had already broken off their engagement and, you know, she, I guess, cause people were all saying that that's when she really rekindled with Greg. And I guess in her perspective, she barely ever even talked to Greg at that. And then it was after that, that they started talking again, but yeah, I mean, it really depends on who you believe. I mean, it's one perspective, you know, it's probably somewhere in between her, his version and her version. Uh, I would lean towards probably, she definitely was emotionally probably cheating. Um, Oh, for sure. And, you know, because she had been talking to Greg before even paradise, you know, and, and yeah. it's one of those situations where she can move on really easily. 
um, from people. And, you know, Johnny probably was like trying to really think that there was still a chance and stuff. And right. um, Johnny wouldn't have been the bachelor at all. No, for sure. That's one no, thing. It's not a lot. Not, not at all. Yeah. Um, I mean, he's good looking and nice dude on TV or whatever, but not like bachelor material, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think more of everything, you know, as time goes on, we'll see if Greg and Victoria last, you know, I guess they're trying to move in together. He's going to move to Nashville with her. Yeah. Which, you know, kind of expedites my reasoning of they're not going to, mm. um, you know, moving in like that is just not, to me, that sounds crazy, yeah. bonkers, nuts. He's, I guess he like, you know, his relationship ended as she was like in paradise and he was like hoping and praying that she would come home from paradise single because he was really into her. And I guess like he, even though I guess she was the one that reached out to him, he was like, he's the one who's like already like full on like falling in love with her again at this point. Sure. Like they're think, smitten kittens, which I'm like. Because they're rebounds for each other. And, you know, if he's doing. They are, though. That is the truth. They really are. Yeah. Yeah. And if if he was, you know, liked his ex-girlfriend as much as he says, you know, look what he did with his last girlfriend. He's just moving on to a new girl like that fast moving into just think about what that girl feels like. It's like only been a couple months and you're moving in with a new girl, you know, so there's that. I mean. Yeah, I, I, the way I look at it is like when you got people hating on you and, you know, you're feeling like this, like it's really easy to lean into each other for like, like trauma all, bonding. Yeah, exactly. So but to be honest, like I would be lying if I didn't say that, like Victoria will post like a video of her and Greg and stuff. And I can see some cute stuff there. Like, you oh, know, I definitely think they're cute together. Yeah. I mean, he is—he looks like he's like letting his guard down with her. She's doing the same, and um, you know, if they want to be together, that's that's on them, you know. But I, just- I definitely think they might have something there. I think obviously they live in a space that makes it seem like they're like I don't know why people think it's crazy that we went to Rome for our first date when like you know I got engaged after how many weeks like in paradise I'm like yeah but like that's like a forced situation for that I'm like you didn't have to go to Rome as a first date like were they talking about them already going to therapy together I don't know like I don't know like is what do you I mean I, I know as you as a advocate for therapy I am indeed Do you go into therapy like right starting into a new relationship? I don't know. Uh, I don't know if you go into therapy starting into a new relationship, depending on like, you know, things like that. But I think I think it's important, like if you're if you before maybe getting married that you potentially if you feel like there's anything like that, like proactive couples therapy sessions and things like that to really make sure you have, you know things on lock before that. I mean, currently my partner all goes to therapy on his own and I go to therapy on my own. So I think that's a great start for us personally. But, um, I mean, could you imagine going to therapy together? I mean, at this point, no, because it would seem a little preemptive. I would, th- I would think if we, you know, live together and, you know, a, a dynamic changed and something you know and we needed uh, that third party to help help us get through that if we you know really cared about 
moving forward, then yes. Like I have friends that are going to getting married soon and, um, they're in couples therapy together to make sure kind of like, I mean, in the Catholic church, it's kind of like what they do, you know, it's like, you kind of get the marriage because you want to make sure, but I don't know. I mean, to each their own. Um, they seem like they're talking about their therapy sessions like openly, which I don't know if that's. Which yeah, I didn't see. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't know. I didn't hear that part. I, I didn't get to that part. Um, but because I just know she talked a lot about her therapy sessions with Johnny. But. Um. But yeah. So I think what my biggest takeaway is that like I just don't really like Nick. Like you know he seems so obviously biased and he tries to come off like he's not like i mean and i can't take nick seriously as someone to take any sort of dating advice from either and that's like what he's made his money off of now so i mean (laughs) that's kind of where that's kind of where i sit with that one (laughs) and he just so like like promoting the fact how many views he got from this he's like people say they don't care but this has been like the most views i've gotten with this interview and stuff, it's like, all right, well, what is going to be your next big interview? Like, you know, there's, it's, it's only downhill from here. If like, I mean, yeah, you got on your friends moments after they were like making big news on a very popular show that got you your fame. Of course, people who are interested in that stuff are going to listen and watch. So of course you've got, you've got an audience, you know, but like, are they going to keep coming back? No, Johnny was smart. He would just write a book. Yeah, Victoria should have done that. Victoria should have wrote a book and I bet you she would have made like mad money. But she, instead she wanted to, you know, just give it for free to Nick. I mean, I'm sure she he maybe paid her or something. I don't know. But if she just did it for free, that's like crazy. Yeah, I don't know. You know, I, I, if there's that many people interested in it, write a book. And tell us like your journey and like, you know, not just that, but like there's other things in your life that I think would be interesting that people. Yeah, I think for Victoria, especially with like just her journey throughout these different shows and like stuff like that. I mean, Bachelor Nation fans would eat that shit up because like she's, you know, Um, so that move for me. But I think Johnny could like totally like take piggyback off of that and write his own little book about the experience and and probably just like tell his version of the story because like if he hasn't told his version of the story like where it's completely clear like you know i think there's a lane for that so that's just my advice uh, um anything else in bachelor nation we want to talk about yeah so marlena who was on clayton's season mm-hmm. she was the olympian um she you know tweeted something about how uh you know how i always give people the benefit of the doubt but when i but when I met meet them, when I meet them, but when I met Shake from Love Is Blind tonight, and the first thing he asked me if I was verified, like he's for the street, y'all can have him, like blah blah blah. And so then he reposted that to his story after like after like taking a screenshot of uh of you know him reacting to a story of hers and her saying nice meeting you. Um, And then she had to like spill the whole tea on the story of being like, you know, she met she was at some sort of club event, whatever. She met like one guy and then she took a picture with him, whatever. And then she was and like she was with this dude when she went up and met Shake. And, you know, you know, she was like they were making jokes with each other. And then 
she said that she wanted a picture with Shake, and he took it. Took he's like, let me take the picture. Took it in Instagram and tagged himself in the story and posted it. Uh, whatever, like pretty much like did the whole thing on her phone for him, and then um, you know, and then he. He like asked how many followers she had and like asked if she was verified, went to find it out and then asked like who the dude she was with was. And she was like, oh, no, just met him, like whatever. And he like, I guess, picked her up and said, oh, it's fair game then and like put her down and then, you know, was kind of weird to her. Um, And so then but like then so he's out here mess doing like his instagram stories being like oh i see how it is like you're gonna act like this way for twitter for social media but this is how you wear but he was like using like you know the fact that he tagged himself in her story as like his proof it was very bizarre but it's just like i don't know what shake is trying to prove but i mean it's just like one of those people that cares about their followers and you know being seen like that miami thing like there's a whole bunch of factors there i mean he's just you know out for fame and probably to grow his own businesses and stuff and you know i'm so happy i'm kind of out of that game who knows if i'd ever have to get back into it like care about who's following me and stuff but like it's just something that's so like something i don't care about that much anymore You know, um, same. I know it's funny. Sometimes when I get like DMs from like, you know, those bots or like accounts that are like, let us help you grow your account. I'm like, hey, why? <laughs> why? <laughs> I mean, it's it's wild out there. Like it's it's kind of sad, you know, um, and mm-hmm. the sad part is I'm not even sad for society. It's like sad that like you someone like me can even get caught up in it, you know, and just looking back like. You know, I've detached myself from from a lot of social media so much. Um, you know, I I don't even know. Like, I probably posted of like probably like twice or maybe even three times in the last year or something like that. And it's really just like a shout out to my girlfriend for a birthday, like my your, your ne- nephew, like family, yeah. like family stuff, like family yeah. friend stuff here just, and there, just like like memories. Yeah, exactly. Like you know, but significant memories, not even like just memories anymore it's like i like my nephew is just like nice to go back and scroll every year and have the same hashtag and see that like that's why i do that you know um yeah you know uh you could say the the girlfriend one was a soft launch you know and it was a hard launch actually but (laughs) but yeah i mean Uh, i mean you had like soft launched her before yeah but you know, at so, that point, and at that point, it's like people didn't know that you guys were dating at that point. Then it's like, all right. Right. But now everyone can know. So it's like, yeah. But um, shake, man. Love is blind. That's I feel like a new new love is blind is coming soon, huh? Um, I think they might be filming the next one. I don't I don't I forget where they're doing the next one. Um, but. Well, um, that's pretty much what we got this week with Bachelor Nation news. Not bad for some off-season stuff to talk about. Um, let us know if you want us to talk about something specifically maybe next week. Let us know in the comments, um, and we'll get into it. Yeah. Uh, 
you what do you think you think jill and jacob made a good couple do you think that they you know they look good together let us know in the comments what do you think do you are you on team genevieve or are you on team aaron like do you think it's okay to go into paradise with some backups um just in case after you get off let us know but are should you, you be dating two of them at the same time yeah let us know um you know are you a fan of nick vial do, do you do you like him let us you know. take his advice seriously would you go to him for dating advice <laughs> i'm sure some people would but i want to know if you would um so yeah uh you know definitely shout out to our new subscribers shout out to anybody that's subscribing let us know um that you're listening and we're just going to keep coming with more content in the off season so um there you go v why don't we get into something we like to do around here i don't know maybe it's called quick hits yeah. So as always, I start us off with something sad. Um, but Kirstie Alley, uh, known for being a char- like a main character on Cheers, known for being, I think, the lead character on Veronica's Closet, has had, you know, other. How do you feel about Veronica's Closet? <laughs> you said it like that wasn't your name. <laughs> I mean, but it is my name, but it's a, it, it was a TV show that I've never seen. So, yeah. no, I remember like. A it's lot a play of, on Victoria's Secret, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a lot of these cheers, like, people went on to do other shows, like Ted Danza did, um, what was it, Becker, you know, um, Kelsey Grammer went on to do Frasier. She went on Frasier. to do Robert's Closet. So, good for them. Woody Harrelson became a movie star. I love Woody Harrelson. But, yeah, she, she you know, made her way through a bunch of different uh areas of tv and things like that um you know she died of colon cancer it was a pretty recent diagnosis so it kind of got her um not too long ago she was 71 um you know she definitely has had some trials and tribulations over her career with different addictions and uh you know scientology and things like that so um, you know, may she rest in peace and for, you know, folks as they're getting up there, get your colonoscopies because that's how you can tell if you, you know, have colon cancer and stuff like that. Take care of yourself. Good advice. Um, what else we got? Um, Kiki Palmer was the host of SNL this past weekend and she, in her monologue announced that she is pregnant. Um, with her, you know, her and her boyfriend's, you know, first child together. Her boyfriend's name is Darius Jackson. I guess she describes him as being industry adjacent. So, you know, he gets what she does, but he's like not like in it, in it. He must do like kind of maybe something more behind the scenes level of uh, the industry. Cause you know, she's, she can sing, she can dance, she can act. She's a She's, I love Kiki Palmer. Kiki Palmer's like, she's 29. I think she's only like a, a couple months older than me. Um, and uh, I, I've always loved her and I just think she's so talented. So uh, congrats to her. And also it would be a miss if they didn't name this baby True, True Jackson, because she played True Jackson VP on Nickelodeon back in the day. Ooh. And I think that would be hilarious. But also like, I don't know, True is, you know. What about Tree? Tree Jackson? No, uh, oh, uh, Tree Palmer. Tree Palmer, I guess. Palm tree. Um. Okay. Anyways, sorry, I, I I didn't have my uh jokes. But on 
one of the one of the one of the skits I saw in there was um, Keenan and Kelly. Like they did like a reboot. Like she's like, I got this idea for a reboot, and it's like, and they had Keenan Thompson. So it was Keenan instead of Keenan and Kelly. It was Keenan and Kelly. Oh my and god! They, they actually brought back Kel. And oh my god! It was a funny skit because like she was doing these like dramatic, like they, like she wanted to take it in a dramatic direction, like, yeah, direction. So it was like there was comedy, and then there was like these drama parts, and she had a really funny like I forgot what the catch line was like because. Like Kelly used to have one on the show that was like, "Where are we going?" or something like that, and then she yeah. was like, "Where's the ambulance?" or something. It was just so freaking funny and random. Um, she's yeah. so funny. She I does, and she does great impressions. She's just very talented. But yeah. yeah, Angela Bassett one is hilarious. Her Angela Bassett one is so good, and I just saw a video that she did with Angela Bassett where Angela Bassett asks her to do her impression of her, and it's amazing. It's the best thing I've ever seen because then Angela Bassett like joins in on it because like it's it's so good. It's so good. Yeah, I mean, she's so talented. She's already done so much, but I really think like we've only seen the beginning of like where she's going to go, like Kiki Palmer. So, um, yeah. you know, I think she just has a really good head on her shoulders. And, um, you know, I think I think she's, yeah, like you said, very talented. And she's just got like the right personality and bravado for sure. Yeah. Um, what else we got? Also on SNL, uh, SZA announced that she has a release uh, like she's got her album comes out this Friday, 12, 9, December 9th. It's called SOS. I think there's going to be 23 songs. Um, and, uh, you know, I'm pretty sure. Her song shirt might be like on that album because that's been like, I think that was just like a single. But um, yeah, exciting. We haven't really seen anything from her in the album sphere since 2017 with Control, which is an amazing album. So I love SZA. Um, And when we thought we might not get any music from her because she had like all the vocal cord shit, um, I was very sad. But we're getting more. Awesome. Yeah, she's beautiful. Um and talented. Wow. Um what anything else for quick hits? This last one I wrote down because it's been making the rounds in meme accounts. And I guess like there was a story on it, I guess, last year, but there's this Facebook group that is full of people who look like Adam Sandler, but aren't. And so it's like a bunch of like, you know, it's a bunch of people and they'll also like share pictures of like art or things that look like Adam Sandler, but aren't. And it's just a very strange phenomena, you know. <laughs> I also just always think it's weird whenever somebody tells you that you look like somebody or they thought you were like, oh, you look just like whoever. And there is like so many, I saw like a different art exhibit that was, you know, people who aren't related who look like twins. Mm. And it's wild. Doppelgangers? Yes. It's wild to think that there are a lot of people in this world whose genetic makeup somehow all gets together and like creates a very similar similar look even if they're not related to you they look like more like identical twins than other twins yeah it's weird um yeah those always freak me out you know also i i seen like have you seen those pictures of people that like take old pictures of like them and their family and then they recreate them when they're older yeah 
Those are so funny. I love that. Like where it's like when you're like little kids and like you're doing whatever and then you're like adults doing the same poses and stuff. <laughs> I love that. I would love to do that with my brothers because I'm sure there's plenty. Find of- a good pick. Find a good I know. Pick. I, I know there's plenty of good ones. And I really there's, think. There's the ones where it just sound, it looks so ridiculous as adults doing it. Like you're all in the bathtub together and then yeah. you the there's stuff that would be funny just because like I have all brothers and so they're all bigger than me now. Um, but I'm the oldest. So like in a lot of pictures of us growing up, like I'm the biggest. So it's just all going to look real funny. Um, should do that. That should be a Christmas. Mission. That would be funny. I know my mom would love that kind of shit. Totally. Um, yeah, Let me should... get them involved too. I know. So cool. we'll have to, uh, maybe that's what we'll do. We'll, we'll find one of those kind of pictures when we're home for the holidays and we'll, we'll bank it for next year. Um, but, um, well, cool. Um, well, what made you go yikes this week, Veronica? So as I said at the top of the show, um, there's a scandal that I didn't even know the people didn't know to care about, but now, you know, I'd love some good piping hot tea and I'm here for it. So let's dive in. Let's dive in. Um, so Good Morning America co-anchors Amy Roach and TJ Holmes have been potentially like suspended. Maybe they'll get fired. Who knows for from their jobs, from their roles after there's been all this hullabaloo about them having an affair uh, for potentially a very long time. So they started hanging out more when they started training together. They like had a whole segment that they were training for the New York marathon together. And then all this past week or so, there's been all these pictures of like paparazzi photos, things like that, that have gotten out that shows them very much. So being more than just pals, more than just coworkers, like going on secret little retreats together and like doing stuff like that. And they both had been married to other people. Um, I think they might both be either in the process of, separation or already like we're being separated through in in the midst of these affairs before it all came out um from their you know spouses but it also gets a little deeper i guess uh tj holmes he might have already had a different affair going with a producer of the show that they're on that Amy, the other co-anchor, is was, I guess was, good friends with. So that, if that is all true, that even gets dicier because then it's all like, is this man really out here like two-timing his wife with two women and then also two-timing the one woman that he's like seeing with another woman that he works with? It just feels insane to me. Yeah, I mean, the age-old thing where people say, you know, you shouldn't uh, mess with your coworkers. Yeah, shit where you eat, you know? I mean, that, it's not that weird. Like, we've made it because there's a strict line between personal life and business life, like, you know, work life. Hashtag Um, severance. (laughs) You know, but, you know, people say it all the time, like my work husband or my work wife. Yeah. you know, then they have all these holiday parties where everyone's getting drunk at and, you know, all mingling and they're you're spending more time with these people than most times with your family. Right. Yeah. Um, so these type of things are bound to happen uh, with you said Good Morning America. Is that ABC? Uh, yes. So I kind of understand why, you know, they they would let them go. But at the same time. 
I don't. Like, I feel like people would tune in to Good Morning America just. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Right now, I think they're only suspended. So we'll see if they don't. People would tune in just to see that. But like, I mean, I just feel like it's just kind of like putting a bandaid over it. Because eventually, if that doesn't work out, like they're going to like work together, you know. So it's just kind of like a kind of a weird ticking time bomb for a business. Also, you know, I could see how it's like, just like they're saying, it's like distracting. Like people are not coming here for like the news. Now it's just like this gossip stuff. Like they just want to see these people, uh, you know, interact. And it's it's in the whole culture of the business and the company and stuff. So everyone's just kind of, you know, like, oh, like gossiping, you know, at work about it and stuff. So, you know, let's just, cut it off at the head and there's more more people we could get in here and stuff what they should do is get robin mead from hln that just got let go because uh, mm. she is great uh but yeah i mean what are you gonna do man and i think they're gonna stay strong with it they're like no we're we're we like each other so this is what it crazy. is crazy crazy it's like it's pretty much it's sort of it's funny because they were like comparing it to the Apple TV show, uh, the morning show, because that's like there's some of those elements in that show. And, and it's like everything is so real. <laughs> Have you seen Anchorman? Yeah. Veronica Corningstone and Ron Burgundy. Yeah. Um, well, uh, yikes. Uh, v, I need to know something. Wait, I had one more yikes. What? Yeah, got kicked off of Twitter, I think, again for posting a swastika and then you know he also like shit on elon and elon's like i got i kicked him off for the hate speech not because he was being mean to me and i was like okay but you know what else is new so there's that anyways give me ask me a question i i, I need to know what are you watching I am watching, well, I'm still watching Wednesday, but I started watching on Hulu something that I actually, back when they previewed it, I was like, oh, I got to watch this. And I just haven't gotten to it until now. But it's uh, Welcome to Chippendales. It stars, um, what's his name? Uh, Camille, Kamaj- what am I saying? What is his name? Um, but uh, it's all about how Chippendales, yes. Um, it's all about how Chippendales, you know, the female gaze centric male, you know, male stripper strip club, um, how it started. It's got like some true crime elements. It's, you know, set in the like, pretty good. It's I'm liking it so far. Like I definitely I'm liking it. I was worried because I think it's like just kind of like a mini series situation. Uh, I was worried that it was going to be because I kind of fell off of uh, was was a uh, Pam and Tommy was that on Hulu or was that HBO? That was Hulu. Okay, I fell off the wagon for that. Like I kind of like lost interest towards the end, and I was like, "Is this going to be a similar vibe where I'm going to lose interest?" I haven't finished it yet, but I definitely am more intrigued, and I think maybe it's just because of some more of like that true crime slash like there's just a bunch of different elements there's different side stories going on in this one which i enjoy a little bit more but i i've been liking it a lot and also like i love the 70s vibes it's really fun but um sigh yeah what have you been watching oh well you know 
was searching for something on Friday night and um, this crazy movie came up on Netflix and it's called Troll. Um, essentially, it's like a, like a Godzilla, like King Kong type of thing. But it's a giant troll? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's pretty good. And it's got like... When, was, when did this movie come out? I mean, I think it came out on Friday or something. Fuck. Yeah. Um, check it out. It's pretty crazy to see a giant like mountain troll terrorizing a town and stuff and everyone has to figure it out it's in different languages and english and stuff and so it's just like one of those but um it's one of those you know just it was, a troll it's pretty good troll um i watched uh maze runner the maze runner was you know is okay. a classic mm-hmm. um you know that was a trilogy but i just really enjoy that original one because there was not many other other mazes and the other maze runners you know I was I was hoping like at least in Hunger Games or give me a fucking maze. <laughs> yeah, I give me a maze like you know what I'm saying like a Halloween corn maze anything. Just um, a maze. Yeah, but uh, Lisa, give me a maze. <laughs> <laughs> I I honestly watched one of the craziest like Disney movies. It's only crazy because it, they uh, uh, culturally appropriate um, Native Americans. Uh, indigenous people in this movie with Chevy Chase and Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Oh I yeah, another Jonathan <laughs> Taylor Thomas. But um, it's called Man of the House, and um, you just have to watch it. It's not that great of a movie, but it gives you like some nostalgic '90s like gives you some nostalgic racist vibes, you know. Yeah, I, like to see how like it's crazy like that they were able to make a whole movie like this, like totally not okay. Uh, but it's on Disney Plus. Um, and then last but not least, I went back to the original Bring It On and um, enjoyed that movie. It's just it's just funny. Yeah. Yeah. Bureaucracy vibes, you know, they brought it. Uh, well, yeah. So, V, why don't we get into our slapper of the week? Slapper of the week. This song slaps. This week's slapper of the week is actually kind of like a reboot. Um, you know what they're saying? Remember when you said how you hate when songs just take songs and like redo them? And yep. now we've had two in the past like month as our slappers. I think what the problem is is that they're not making better music. Like you know, <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> and this is probably the problem here. But like <laughs> this song, if you don't know, it, it's it's the original Ooh. sample that I remember it probably goes back to the original but Fuji's with um you know Wyclef Jean and Lauren Hill had their version of um of the sample which is ready or not ready or not here I come you can't hide um and then I think in the 2000s Diddy and Mario Wynes did a version called I don't want to know and they flipped that sample and it was huge like that song was so big um and uh, now Metro Boomin has put out a new album and they flipped it again instead of Mario Winas and P. Diddy, Mario Winas singing and P. Diddy rapping. It's um, The Weeknd singing and 21 Savage rapping. So the song's called Creepin'. Um, it's pretty much the original I Don't Want to Know. It's just called The Creepin'. And um, an updated version of it, it flips it back to the original sample of I Don't Want to Know with the drums. But it's your typical Metro Boomin just adding drums to a sam- original sample. Um, that's why I like it. It's not that it's a good. I mean, I was bopping. I love it. It's just like an updated version of the original song. It's not better than the original, but um, it's, it was the song that stood out to me in new music this week. So um, definitely check it out. Creeping on the Future Bachelor podcast playlist. B, do you have any shout outs this week? 
Yes, I wanted to shout out um, our dear friends, the Pates, David and Katie, on welcoming a new baby boy to their family this week. Jones is the baby's name. Um, <laughs> so now they've got their little family 04. So congrats to them. Wow. Um, and then I wanted to do a couple of belated birthday shout outs to my bestie, Michelle, uh, Brendan, and uh, my friend, Ashley. Shout out to you guys. <laughs> um, just want to give a quick shout out to uh, my friends, Lucas and Andy, because I had a lot of auditions this week. And they helped you? And they helped me. Um and they were able to knock them out with me. It's really kind of nerve wracking because like, not only do I have class that I have like uh, like 10 pages of script to memorize to like perform to, on, on Wednesday, um, I have four auditions and you have to memorize all these lines, get into character, like try right. to, you know, it's, it's, it's hard stuff. Um, and then even harder is to find someone like to take time out of their day to come and read for you. And, you know, it's just, it's a lot, but I try to make it a fun experience. I got my whole setup here and and they're like the homies. So they, you know, support and, and help me chase my dreams. So shout out to them um, for get those done because there's going to be a lot of auditions in my future. So, um, yeah, nice. Thank you. Uh, well, well guys, that's our, our episode. V, do you have any special plans for the weekend? Um, this weekend I have a couple more Christmassy things coming up. I think I'm hitting another pop-up bar, um, as well as it's the annual Christmas cookie party that I do that my friend Janelle hosts. And there's always a couple of fun, not very Christmassy uh, shaped cookies that come out of it. So um, I'll let your imaginations go with that one. Are but they, uh, they tree cookies? Uh, there's wood. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Uh, you lost <laughs> You lost me. Uh, well, yeah, cool. Uh, yeah, I'm probably just going to take it easy this weekend. Um, my girl's got some family going to be coming and stuff, so we'll be doing some things with there. But I just – it's kind of funny because this week has already been kind of stressful. I'm looking forward to just, like, relaxing and reading some of my new books, you know? Yeah. Um, it's, it's, like, crazy. It's, like, I just want to finish this book so I can read that book and then read that book. And, like, it's just, like, who am I? A different person. <laughs> Who am I? Remember uh, when you like used to like not read and make fun <laughs> of people for reading? <laughs> I didn't make fun of people for reading, but you kind of did. No, I mean, I just didn't get it. Like, you're like i was just illiterate then <laughs> I, I just didn't understand who had time to read, and now it's like you got to make time to read. That's for one thing, but it's just so dope like there's just not that many good things to watch like i could force myself to watch things but i am forcing myself to watch things like i'm watching the hobbit now because it's like there's nothing better to watch i feel like you know there's just so much it's like over saturated and everything's already been done i'm just like i just might as well get into these books and stuff and spend my time doing that so or studying these scripts that i have to do but Regardless, guys, you know, making sure you're having a good December, um, starting it off right. Uh, you know, we'll get hopefully get this audio stuff straightened out, but I, I don't think this will be too bad. But no, it shouldn't you'll, be. You'll notice. Um, anyways, uh, guys, this has been our episode of Future Bachelor. My name is Sai. I'm Veronica. And we'll see you next week. Deuces. Bye. Future Bachelor.
Swift Podcast.